Hi there, and welcome to episode 145, we think, of the ADHD Adults Podcast. I'm James Brown, the man who's, and I can't stress enough that Alex wrote this bit, whose intelligence level is so low, Jesus, a northern gannet couldn't dive down to reach it. I'm assuming, <laughs> yeah. is that a, a seabird, Alex? Is it? Is this... Yeah. Is this whole thing, you know, I don't know. I don't get it. Is this a character? I, I, I'm lost. Queens of the Sea, the Northern Gannet. That's what they call them. Okay. As usual, I'm joined by the man with an IQ of 148, which actually that should probably read diastolic blood pressure of 148, <laughs> particularly when he's around a doctor. Either way, it's Dr. <laughs> Alex Connor. And... The woman whose IQ test paper just said just says this paper feels nice. Um, written on it in crayon, Mrs. ADHD. Alex, hi. I queued to say hello to you today, James. I queue, I queued up. Fucking hell. There isn't enough patience in the world collectively amongst all of the humans for you, Alex. Mm. Um, and Sam, hi. Hi. Short and sweet. How are you both? Mrs. ADHD first. I'm all right. I haven't slept, but I, I can cope without sleep. You are How a about rock you? hard thing. No. no. <laughs> Alex, I suppose I should. I mean, it's po the polite thing to ask, even though I literally do not care. I'm excellent. Thank you both. Lovely to see you. Would you believe that the numbers for Monday's episode were... Mumble, mumble, something, something, numbers, something no. amazing. Thanks for that. We did it, guys. Well done, us. I haven't <laughs> read any of the information from the intern. One of those mumble, mumble, something, something, numbers sent us a letter. My dead father. <laughs> it is, yeah, yes, it is. It's. Yeah. From, <laughs> I'll just check. It's from a Robert from Kidderminster. It says, "I listened to your episode on ADHD and prioritization, and it's weird because James was actually great at that." Did he forget how well he used to prioritise collecting his little Star Wars dolls instead of having friends? Now, this worked better when we decided yeah. to do prioritisation first instead it of second. Did. So you've sh shafted me there, James. Thank you. But no, but listen, he's got prescient powers. He, he's wherever he is in the ether, and he obviously he knows what scripts are coming up, doesn't he? It's true, it's true. For God, time is is another dimension. He can see like you could see the whole of a, of a, of a metre ruler, right? So I guess that's fine. Yeah. We've had a, a real letter. Can I read it out? No. Yeah. It says, from Tom, it says, Hi there. A friend of mine recently suggested I might have ADHD and suggested I listen to your podcast. That's not really a friend, Tom. <laughs> I'm 43 and this has been a revelation. I've struggled with anxiety for as long as I can remember, as well as imposter syndrome, lack of self-worth, shame and guilt, rejection-sensitive dysphoria, and a whole range of other issues, or Tuesday as James calls it. doesn't say I've added that. I never understood what was wrong with me, although I knew something wasn't quite right. Outwardly successful with a PhD and a good career, I've always felt like I'm failing and can't recognise my success. So much of what you described in the first few episodes of the podcast I've listened to resonates with me. It's like someone has given me a key to unlocking what has been going on in my brain. Thank you. I've booked an appointment with my GP and I'm going to seek a diagnosis. I'm so excited about this being an explanation for the reason I am like I am. It is a total revelation. I really hope I'm able to get this confirmed through a diagnosis. Thanks again, Tom. Cheers, Tom. Good, good luck, Tom. Good luck, Tom. Yeah. I'm look. Wait till he gets to the later episodes. That's all I'm saying. 
<laughs> as, as usual, talk with the metrics intern. Let's give him. I really like Sam's face. I know you can't see it if you're using it as an audio medium, but it's. I think that was a joke about me, but I don't know, so I'm going to ignore it. Yeah. Talk with the metrics intern has given me some information about another city we've got listeners in, the beautiful Bristol, where obviously less than one percent of our listeners come from because it's a smaller city but a bristolian i asked what the name was a bristolian met my sister-in-law last week so i'm making us feel like zedless celebrities by bringing it up and tarquin took a break from advising sam's dad about his financial portfolio to tell us a fact about bristol according to the gloucestershire book of facts bristol was the first city that didn't profit from the slave trade in any way and anyway it was ages ago leave us alone can't argue with facts we're gonna get letters <laughs> we are. Yeah. I don't know what's going on in that bit anymore. I, no, just that's lies. fine. It's just lies. Yeah. Uh, no, but the fact. Anyway, as usual, this mucus filled tissue discarded on the seat next to me in an airport of a podcast is a tragedy in three parts. We choose a theme. Last time around was about ADHD mm -hmm. and yes. addiction. Is that yes. right? Yes. yes, not prioritization, James. Yes, and fuck off. And today we're focusing on ADHD and the link with IQ style intelligence. Mm. Thanks to many people, it's highlighted in yellow off of Discord for suggesting <laughs> this topic. The three parts include the Noel Edmonds of Evidence, Alex the Psycho, Education Monkey, talking oh. about the theme, our personal reflections on ADHD and IQ style intelligence. Uh, and then finally, a bit of tipping at the end. Mm, so, Alex, pardon me. Um, I know that, that that you've confused intelligence with kind of able to read many yeah. times in your life. So tell us about ADHD and IQ or whatever you've done. I don't care. Just get it over with. <laughs> I actually have got told off by somebody with dyslexia correctly for doing exactly that. Right. Thanks, James. A couple of things. Firstly, we're going to kind of falsely spit intelligence, which is the ability to think and evaluate and understand and calculate with creativity. So loosely, the ability to think of new stuff. The link between ADHD and creativity is also mostly nonsense, but uh, nuanced. And we talked about it a lot in episode 78, it says here. Thanks, Tarquin. <laughs> and B, there is no real link between ADHD and intelligence. Pretty much, however you measure intelligence, that, that's deliberate. You fuck. You've done that deliberately to annoy me. Putting it in right at the start. Yeah, I have malicious. Yeah. So, so ADHD people are not, on average, more or less intelligent than the rest of the population. But where it does get interesting is is what the stats say and how you define intelligence. Oh, only I swear to God, only you would think that a kind of a, a dictionary definition bit is where it gets interesting. <laughs> Hush, grown-ups talking. So ask yourself, am I intelligent? Sam, James, ask yourself. No. But what are you asking? Are you asking how many facts about birds can I remember? Or are you asking how well am I understanding an IKEA set of instructions, James? <laughs> or am I asking how well have I put this Ikea table together, even if I did understand the instructions, James? <laughs> which of those are you asking? You know, what is, what, which what of those is intelligence? <laughs> well, exactly. Are you asking, are you asking emotionally how well 
do you understand why James can't put a table together despite him being in the third IQ quartile of Kidminster? <laughs> there isn't an answer to that question. So you said no, but you, there isn't an, a thing you're asking yourself. And yet that's our label. And we, and we don't even know what that means. The fundamentals of intelligence are broadly the same, whether you mean book smart or street smart or both, James, or even emotional intelligence. The book, start, book smart, street smart, emotional, social intelligence are, are the difference between knowing that tomato is a fruit and knowing not to put tomato in a fruit salad and knowing to ask your guests if they like tomatoes in the first place. That's the, those all three different types of intelligence, right? I don't like tomatoes. Do, do you like tomatoes? No, I fucking yeah, I hate them. They're awful. Yeah, I can imagine. I've, I've, I've eaten. I've eaten them to people. Please, big, fat, juicy, ripe, awful, slimy, full of seeds tomatoes. Because I was too scared to say I don't like tomatoes. I eat those like apples oh. in the summer. I love them oh, like that. God, more than I one at tomatoes. Yeah, delicious. Awful. The problem is there are a million ways to define intelligence, and we often label ourselves as not intelligent falsely. In in most cases especially with ADHD, because of that. What psychologists probably mainly agree on is that the first element of intelligence is the ability to solve problems, either practical ones or thought ones, by recognising the problems in the first place. Then, by solving them through the learning of new things, the keeping hold of new things, and the using of those things. This is what we call learning from experience, and it's the big three, acquisition, retention, and application of knowledge. And that's true, whether the information is emotional, spatial, musical, or purely academic. That's what intelligence is. It's probably a good way of thinking about intelligence. So how do you know if you're intelligence then? How do you measure it? It's, you see, that's an excellent question, James. Are you sure it's not you that's a professor of nothing in an honorary way? It could be Sam. <laughs> <laughs> so, how, yeah, if you, with all those definitions, how can you possibly measure it? And the, un, the unhelpful answer is you cannot. It is not measurable. Not just because there isn't a definition anyone agrees on, but even for one definition, just so just intellectual intelligence, the, the tests themselves are flawed and they're based on existing measures of what we've done in the past, the measures of success. So, for example, people good at exams get good jobs and they all get together and agree that therefore exams are a good way to test people and to mm. give them good jobs in the future. So then we have exams for the next generation. No shit we do. It's like trying to test ourselves for likability. The people that all like each other are going to say those traits are likable. So firstly, you have to accept, ask what type of intelligence you're trying to measure. And there's millions of ideas for how to separate types. I think we have to split the main one into IQ style intelligence and EQ, emotional intelligence, often now called emotional and social intelligence, ESI. I think ESI was a YouTube boxer. <laughs> I don't, I don't, that's a, that's a joke for the kids, so I don't know. Again, today we're focusing on IQ really, academic intelligence, because we, we're going to do a whole episode on emotional and social intelligence very soon in the next few weeks. Have you told the, the script intern the fact that we need to write all these new scripts in a few weeks? And, and if you did, would that, that. Be, would that be emotional intelligence? <laughs> Whenever I say, oh, we're going to do an episode on that, I can just see you go, oh, oh are we? Oh, we're just doing that, are we? Okay. <laughs> Shush. Okay, so even if we're just talking about cold book learning intelligence, there are lots of those as well. And the obvious one's the IQ test. All of the others, millions of them, all wrong, including IQ tests, all poor models, and all of them, pretty much everyone, named after a white American man. 
stick with IQ, just IQ tests, to be fair, named after a French white man. This is kind of, you do a test and it gives you your mental age and you divide that by your actual age. And if it's one, you have an IQ of 100. That's it. So above 100 and you're cleverer than average or cleverer than your, your mental age, under 100. Range goes from sort of 50 to 150 and there's a tiny number outside of that. But that's that's it really. Hang on, that that has blown my mind. I didn't know that. So, okay. obviously, obviously, at some point we're going to talk. I mean, you did right at the start. You mentioned ADHD right at the start, and then you just fucked it off um, at the window. So, yeah. so do they or could they or should they count developmental age delay in that? If you're looking at age, what have you been told about interrupting my psychoeducation <laughs> with a name question? Stop <laughs> it! Don't go. <laughs> And no, of course, they haven't looked at developmental delay in age. They don't care about us. Anywho, if you're in the top 2% of people with IQ, it's about 130-ish, you can pay money to be in Mensa, which should tell you what, to know, what you need to know about the validity of the IQ test. And if that doesn't tell you, the guy that writes Dilbert is in Mensa, and he is unbelievably <laughs> dim. Worth a Google. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, I've got to say it, haven't I? What yeah. about... ADHD. Calm yourself, Bab. I've already said it. This sentence might seem surprising considering what I've already said. On average, not everyone, people with ADHD are slightly below average for IQ. Within the exact exact same range, so we go from the same mm. low point, same high point, but on average, we're about seven points lower. So that means we've got lower intelligence, right? That suggests we're on average intelligence. Wrong. It's misleading. For quite satisfying three reasons. One, executive functions, not intelligence, can affect this. And if you control for the ability to plan, then, then our intelligence on the IQ test goes up by a few points. Two, acquired social differences. So if you've got ADHD symptoms because of trauma, like a head injury, of course your intelligence will be low. You've had a head injury um, from an IQ perspective, remember. And, and that's if you take that group out, it goes back to normal. And three... The taste, the test itself is ableist. If you mm. take the med, if you, if you're with meds, the, the numbers go back to average. So the test itself doesn't ask ADHD people in the same way about intelligence. So things that can affect the IQ test reads like a list of consequences of having unsupported ADHD. If you test people with meds who haven't had a brain injury, who who are being asked to do the test in a way that supports executive function then ADHD people's IQs are exactly the same on average as anybody else's. And they look at, uh, at what can affect IQ, stress, anxiety, sleep issues, substance use, mm. socioeconomic position, relationship issues. It, it's, it's a list of ADHD problems. So it, there is no difference when you do the controls between the intelligence of ADHD. It isn't higher, it isn't lower. And more annoyingly, despite clear awareness that these things are horribly flawed ways to assess people, the ones where we do poorly are routinely used for job applications, grammar schools, medical applications, etc., etc. Awful. So I've got a question which I suspect I might already know the answer to. Yeah. I'm going to really try and not say this in a wanky way. I'm going to yep. try and be respectful. Yeah, try and be um, nice. What about the what about the people? Not, not towards you. What about the people who say we are superpower clever, for example, and others? You know that we're thick as a stone. Yeah. So, so the people that say it's connected to low intelligence are simply wrong. The testing is wrong. The people that say, "Oh, ADHD people are super clever," 
this is survivor bias. The, the, the lack of a link either way is clear. Think about measures of IQ. They're not consistent anyway with ADHD symptoms, really. The, the actual measures of IQ. So ability to work hard to get an answer, the ability to have a long-term memory. Mm. Which, that isn't an ADHD. These aren't ADHD problems, that the parts of intelligence. The ability to spot patterns isn't. Understanding logic isn't an ADHD thing. We can be good, bad at that. The ability to spot ideas of evidence. That's intelligence, and it's not linked to ADHD, good or bad. So the idea of ADHD being being clever also comes from that toxic positivity myth of seeing all these people clever with ADHD is because they're the, they've they've been lucky enough, clever enough to navigate that nightmare diagnosis pathway, and so it looks like everyone with ADHD is clever or able to navigate that or privileged. It's it's survivor bias myth. And it isn't true that gifted people, you know, intellectually super high, are higher in ADHD. It just isn't true at all. In fact, if you look at the number of gifted people, however you want to determine it, actually it's slightly lower in ADHD. We don't know why. What mm -hmm. does appear true? That the symptoms of ADHD appear milder in very highly intelligent people. And that might be because of privilege and socioeconomic look, but it might be because they're really clever at masking as well. And, and they've been able to come up with coping strategies and they don't have as many as much likelihood of the socioeconomics of exacerbating things like sleep problems, alcohol use, poor jobs, poor relationships. So they'll present differently then, I guess, if they're more intelligent and they're masking more, their ADHD will present differently. Yeah, superb question james see this isn't it's not that hard is it um Ding. it's anecdotal with some scientific scientific evidence so the mild symptoms might just actually be harder to spot symptoms and that's what we see in a lot of of women if you particularly intelligent and getting good marks in education what's the chances of a teacher going yeah but you look sad let's help with that they're not going to they're just not going to there's a really good youtube video on this from russell barkley worth of google of, of intelligence and adhd <laughs> There's another recent really good video of Russell Barkley that I won't go into. <laughs> there really is, yeah. And anyway, <laughs> enough of this tosh. What does yeah. what does any and all of this mean from any kind of useful perspective for our listenership? Okay, so it's it's this, it's it's on almost any measure of intelligence, which are shit, the range in ADHD mirrors that of the intelligence of normos. The two ADHD and intelligence are about as linked as James is to any hot cup of tea not at all linked and what that means is that the sort of so-called burdens and disadvantages faced in our education system and in keeping a job and obviously partly as a result of having adhd but they're massively made harder ding by the rigid adhd nightmare social structures we've built our daft system on so if you're lucky enough to access a diagnosis get treatment and support you can fly as high as anyone else james you could even fly as high as a rupert's griffin vulture which is 11,000 metres, Sam, as high as a commercial jet fighter, jet plane. No, I so, can't. So get, trying to access support is the answer. Yes, yes, it's made harder thing for us, but but mm -hmm. we can do whatever we want within reason, with support. So think about anywhere in your life you can start to open up and ask for help or support that is safe for you. That's what that's the takeover. Brilliant. Utter horseshit. We'll now take a break. And we'll be back in part two for personal reflections on intelligence. Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health 
and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, all these ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. Alex, hi. Hi. What's up? Hello, Governor. Welcome back to episode 145 of the ADHD Adults Podcast, where we're talking about ADHD and intelligence. These are our personal reflections on IQ. Um, James. Um, that was that was well done, Sam. That was, was very beautiful. good. Beautiful. Um, Logan. Logan-esque. I mean, I it's all it's all I've got. It, it's 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 all I've got. Literally, the only, the only it, it, no, it is yeah. the only po- the only positive I will ever not even that have the, the confidence or the um, ability to not just state or defend is that is that I'm intelligent. Everything else I, I think about myself is shit. But interestingly, when it comes to intelligence, however you define it in whatever form, whether it's academic and yeah, I do have a PhD. I mean, it, it's written in crayon, obviously. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I think I'm emotionally intelligent and, and, uh, growing up in Kidderminster, I've certainly got street smart, but <laughs> it is the only thing that's a massive trigger for me. And I've got into proper arguments and got really angry. If anyone suggests I'm not intelligent because it's all I've got, it's all I've got in terms of what I like about myself. What about and, your Eddie Munster style hairline for someone in the forties? I get fucked. I get <laughs> fucked. Is that an appropriate way to respond? Yes. Um, I just, I, it is, it's how I define myself. It's so important to me. It's precious because it allows me to, to do the things that can help, you know, Sam and I have a better life to help other people. It's, it's, it's all I've got. It's all I can say. Sam. Hmm. Fun story. When I was a child, my mum and dad took my brother to Mensa and all three of them got tested. They didn't take me. So I've always kind I've always yeah. known that oh. I'm not intelligent. What? Hey. Doesn't make sense what? that story. It's mad. I mean, it really does make sense, yeah, doesn't yeah. it? <laughs> Why would you waste money getting me tested? Um yeah, so I, I know that I'm not intelligent in a conventional sense i am good at solving problems but i don't learn from my mistakes so i'm a bit like homer just repeatedly going for the donut and getting electrocuted i make the same mistakes over and over and over um so yeah but um yeah that's it really i'm not intelligent i'm really disappointed challenge go on We're both going to say this. No, challenge. You are emotionally intelligent. You definitely are street smart. When you did the, when you, when you were doing a degree and you were getting 78%, 84% at the same time, at the same time as having a full time job. And yes, you were doing the hyperbolic, do everything at the deadline, but getting in and getting, you know, first class degree marks, you cannot deny that you also at have a, academic intelligence. Yeah, yeah, but at a lower level. The minute it starts to get challenging, I can't do it. 
I can't. But, 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 but what yardstick are you comparing yourself to? Because yeah, what you're saying is at level, at level, at level four, level five, level six of a degree, you know, you're talking about a very high level of academic achievement. It's not everybody else in the world, Sam. To be getting those marks, you know, kind of at, at level either four or five, was it, you do clearly have academic intelligence. You just cannot say positive things about yourself yeah. in that arena. I have okay, a client like who, I have a client who didn't go to university. She knows who she is. Who the conversations we have are so intellectually rigorous that I have to really think about it. And has, and she doesn't realise. I think she thinks that first year university people are smarter than that. When actually, I, and I need to be careful what I say here. Yeah. James, help! Yeah, yeah. no, um, actually, I work in a university, and yeah. and sometimes yeah. I think, yeah. what? Do you not know this? This is yeah. obvious. This is like the questions I have to answer. I'm like dumbfounded because yeah, and and, and that's and they're not thick. It's yeah, the, it's so just you, completely different way of thinking. That I'm like, you don't know how to live day to day, and that's me saying that. It and is, I, and it doesn't. Then yes. they're not unintelligent. It's just that we mm. judge ourselves by unrealistic standards. I'm really, you know, how I write placeholder things for your personal reflections and tips, Sam. Mm. And you never read them, but I always do. Uh, no. And I was really hoping you'd read this one out. Um, it made me laugh while I was reading it. <laughs> what do you want me to read it out? I really do. Yeah. I have a long-standing self-delusion that I'm not intelligent, which is not consistent with how people see me. So I create an almost abrasive response to compliments to avoid some kind of deconstruction. Spot on. I loved writing that. Spot on. <laughs> That's a fair point, Sam. Well made. Very better uh, condition is strong today. What about you, Al? So, yeah, I, I think that, the, that voice that says I'm not clever, it's, it's meaningless, you have to ignore it, because it's not true. I've always known I wasn't stupid. I've always known that I had the ability to be, no. to think, to be clever and to be quick. I know. Um, <laughs> my sober brain is unbelievably more able to think. It's, it's, sho it's shocking how, how I can think about things diff more, more clearly and for longer, and the medication of ADHD as well. Um, the problem is like loads and loads of people on the internet, very vocal people. I for years thought that my brain and me being like having a quite a quick wit, because then my family jokes like yours, Sam and James, jokes are, are good, right? Jokes are quick, jokes are good. I thought that that was ADHD. And you'll hear that from privileged people all over the internet with ADHD. They think we are like this. We're what everybody with ADHD is like that, but they're not. That isn't, that's us putting our personalities onto ADHD. And, and that's why you get these myths of the, oh, all comedians got ADHD and that kind of thing. It's, it's, it's survivor bias again. And even me, I am not quick. I'm not deep and I'm not clever if there are any emotions in my body whatsoever. Damn. I lose all sight of what, uh, what to say. I get confused. I get upset and angry. I say something mm. I don't believe. I, I say really dumb things. When I was at the doctor as a teenager and I was really embarrassed to be there and it was awful it was horrible and the man was he had a student with him and I felt I wasn't a doctor a medical student I felt really stupid and, and I didn't want to be there and I, I just said weird stuff the whole time and things that that with, with with a bit of time to relax and think I wouldn't have said and so my intelligence depends on my emotional security <clears throat> and people with ADHD That's tend not true. to feel safe yeah it's, it's That's so true. True. I just cry I remember when Thatcher died yeah. and people that I loved that were really close to were saying really 
Oh, you've muted oh, yourself. You've, you've muted yourself. <laughs> yeah, and I got so over emotional that I I couldn't remember any of the facts to back up what I was saying. So I just cried, yeah. cried, couldn't, and just came across like a total fucking idiot. Yeah, or, or somebody was crying because she passed away, and you felt a lot of remorse and <laughs> sadness about it. That's a that's an in joke, isn't it? That I don't know. I want to know. She's done something silly, hasn't she? No, 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 she, no, no. She's, no, she's no, just I very wouldn't be mourning and... the death of Thatcher. Yeah, Margaret fact, Thatcher, exactly. No. Thoughts and prayers. Yeah, um, I, I think that what I have had to learn to do is dissociate from any emotional situation by preparing fixed answers in advance. Sometimes even writing them down. That's not intelligence. It's it's emotional preparation. And I'm not quick if I've got to understand something new, a new concept. Um. I, I'm super slow to understand. I'm easily distracted when trying to understand. I've got, I'm literally trying to write an amateur physics paper at the moment and I've got to do some sums and I can't focus on them. They're not that hard. Any, any A-level math student could do them and I can't. And that's so, you know, it, the PhD and all that as James has got as well, they, they're, they're not a strong measure of intelligence. I'm not sure anything is. I think we're, mm. I think we need to revisit what we mean by the word. That's what I think. Thank you for sharing that, Alex. Time for a quick game. No, I don't think. Let me just check. I think you have. Um, are you four one up? I'm yeah, I desolate about this. This is about a bath that went wrong. Desolate. So um, I do enjoy a bath. It's a daily thing. It's my little bit of peace and word scopes. Um, but I got something wrong, and it kind of uh, it didn't. It made the bath less enjoyable. So first, please of all, be no I, water. Please be no water. After no, half an hour, you spotted it. Did I a lose the flannel and then hyperfocus on finding it whilst in the bath? Hmm. Did I b instead of buying shower gel, buy bath gel, the stuff you pour under the tap, and therefore had no shower gel to cleanse my Pitch chest, that's a crack in that order. Or did I see not realize that there were no towels for which I could dry myself afterwards? Um, I don't think it's bath gel because, as you well know, that sodium dodecyl sulfate, just like shower gel and the others, it works the same mm. way. I think you generally turn into a bat and shake yourself dry, so don't use a towel. So I think you lost a flannel. And focused fuck on that the hell. whole time. How the fuck have you got that? Oh! How? <laughs> How? How? Oh, this got to hurt. At least we know it's it, it's an honest game now, because I could have easily gone, I don't want him to be five when yeah, that's ridiculous. I'll, whatever he says, I'll say it's wrong. How the fuck? Yeah, yeah, it was there when I started the bath. It wasn't there when I was halfway through the bath, so I then you spent ages it. trying to find a flannel. I think we know where it is. <laughs> It's not in my bum bum. Anyway, on that, I, I don't even know what to call I've run out of, of the opposite of superlatives to describe terrible things, so we'll take There's a break. A I'm going to cry. Yeah, um, we'll be back in a bit. I'm so sorry. I, I feel like I've let you down. We'll be back for some just the tipping, Gabby Logan and Spunk Trumpeting, whatever you want to call it, in a bit. See you in a bit. Bye. No. Welcome back to episode 145 of the ADHD Adults. It is 145 this week, James. We're yeah. talking, as always, in part three about uh, our top tips. 
This is ADHD and IQ style intelligence. Not sure if we've got top tips for that. Can we improve it or is it about living with it? Sam, what would your top tips be for IQ style intelligence and ADHD? Um, I just over prepare for everything. Even like I'm really, really good at interviews and at getting jobs because I literally work out exactly what they want from me beforehand and write myself a script. Yeah. And I stick to those exact questions. And then if it kind of differs, I can get a little bit stuck. Um, but usually I can anticipate what they want and, and I'm really good at it. Um, but that's the only way. And I do that in all sorts of social situations. It's the it's the reason that I will lie awake at night, because if I'm going to be in a social situation, I kind of work myself a script for every possible outcome that there could be. And obviously then they don't say the things that I expect them to say. So it, it's problematic um yeah. i've gone off topic here but yes mm, I, wildly. <laughs> I know i'm sorry um yeah i'm really good at exams weirdly but anything where it's an essay or like um a conversation i'm really really shit at so i have to over prepare for i haven't really got any tips from this i'm not good at it what do you think about people that falsely say they're they're not intelligent because mm. because of society what would you tip me for those types of people? Don't Not judge you. yourself by other people. Don't touch yourself. I definitely touch myself. That yeah, that's poor advice. That I'd advise definitely touch mm. yourself all the time. Um, yeah. Don't judge Help. yourself by other people. Just standards. That's the tip that I. Did your did your sound go funny then? Yeah, it went funny. Yeah. Let's just start that again, Sam. So don't judge yourself. Yeah. 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 I I'd say don't We're judge have to yourself. Wait a little bit oh. What? No, carry on. Just just say it. So we'll start in now. Just start with again. No, start now with don't. I say okay. don't. I'd say don't judge yourself by other people's standards if I were that person. James. Oh, I've just oh, fucking I've just typed that. <laughs> I've just typed that. Oh my god. You For did it better this. than me though. Do that. That was Alex's fault. He led me into that. I wasn't <laughs> gonna say that. You read the your devious, bits better than mine. Devious little shit. Yeah. So my tip is pick a yardstick. So if you don't think you're Thank intelligent you. because because you didn't go to university, you're not university educated. Um, I'm, I'm going to go further than Alex. Actually, I worked in in universities for I don't know, yeah, twenty years teaching, and I can tell you that in the universities I worked at, I would argue that around forty to fifty percent of the students were thick as pig shit when it comes in terms of the the broader elements of intelligence. There were a good ten percent who were fucking astonishing. There was twenty or thirty percent who were very clever, and there were lots of people who were doing a degree. And yeah. if you look at grade inflation, universities that only tables have to make sure they nurse students through. I remember one of the universities, one of the universities I worked through, an email came out saying, "How can we stop students from failing each year because it's costing us money?" That's the approach that some universities take when it yeah, comes it is, to yeah. education. Exams, you know, and course, they don't test your emotional intelligence. Most of the degree subjects which have exams and coursework don't test critical thinking either, which they really should, depending on the subject. And if you really want an example, 
of how getting a university degree from a top university is not a measure of your intelligence in that broader emotional street smarts exactly sense. Look at the fucking government. Rishi Sunak the other day tried to use a hammer and he used it sideways to bang a nail in. So he didn't what? use the head of the hammer. He used the side of the hammer to bang a nail in. This is the same guy that tried to pay with a, a card wirelessly about six feet away from oh, a fucking Oh, no, machine. I'm going to have to defend soon. The woman, he was showed to use it in that way for that specific job, annoyingly. You've nicked my thing about the government. You've just written it. Oh, have I? Where is yes. it? Yes. You absolute bastard. Uh, my top tip is... I couldn't see is, it. We don't it's read nice. each other's stuff. We don't even read our <laughs> no. own. Oh, unbelievable. You yeah. led me... You led me into kneecapping him, though, so it's That's just true, a circle yeah. of kneecapping. It is. It's a, it's a circle jerk we've done. Yes. <laughs> Go on, then, Al. It's, yeah, top tip. Don't believe the bullshit around what intelligence is and that other people are telling you you aren't or you yourself telling you aren't intelligent. It's, it's almost always not true. Don't connect memory with intelligence. They're not the same thing. So if you're struggling to remember something, it doesn't mean you're thick. Just use, write it down. Create strategies to allow your actual intelligence to be expressed in line with what you can do. So, you know, you're not thick because your brain doesn't want to memorise all the countries of Europe or to memorise a Latin poem. You're thick if you can memorise a Latin poem and think that that's cleverer than not ruining the economy to impress your wife-beating racist <laughs> dad. <laughs> That that's the that's the the thing. It's it's not true. You can get technical things. Get get. So I, I can't remember stuff. I I like you, James. I teach medical biology, and I can't remember the names of the bits. Uh, real intelligence, real scientists don't need to. They don't remember pi to twenty digits. They don't. They know how to use pi, and they can Google what pi actually is. It's not that's amateurs. You know, that's interested people, fans of science, remember it to twenty digits. I like don't pie. let a perceived look. Can you do pie to? No, I just I mean like pie. the food, the food. I like pie, oh, pie. I like pie as well. Yeah. So don't let a perceived lack of depth or staying power stop you from, from being curious. Is it a race to, to fill your brain with facts about birds? It should be that. That should be what life is. <laughs> and it, and what Sam said, if you've got to do a test, if you've got to do do something on somebody else's view of what a test is. Practice, practice the tests themselves. Gamify it to win. But remember, it's bollocks. That's my tip. Excellent. Well, that'll bring us to a close. That was episode 145 of the ADHD Adults Podcast, where we witted on about ADHD and a type of intelligence, some types of intelligence, IQ-based intelligence, something like that. If you enjoyed this episode and are prepared for me to mangle this last sentence, yeah. then you can find more content by subscribing on Patreon. You can visit a website address that I'm not entirely sure what it is, but it includes the words ADHDadults.uk, possibly with the in front of it, where you can find out more and get in touch if you want to. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye, all. Trigger warning, Big